Hello, and welcome to Inside the Sound of Fear. I'm your host, Josh Ellis, joined by author Victor Rodriguez, who will be reading stories from his collection, The Sound of Fear. I have a background in audio engineering and sound design. I've been doing it for a little over 10 years professionally. I dabbled in it most of my life since I was a kid when I first got the Talkboy recorder from the Home Alone movie. That was where my recording adventures sort of started, and I always loved doing different voices. Eventually, I had a career that started in live sound uh, and kind of spanned into there working with film composers, which took me to Los Angeles, where I actually met a film composer who had an agent uh, that we became really good friends. And that's how I met Victor Rodriguez, actually. And uh, from there, we kept our friendship going. And, uh, you know, he was still working in his side of the industry, and I was working in mine. I continued my work on post-production for film, which eventually brought me back to the Seattle area here, and Victor had moved as well. And so it was kind of great to reconnect with Victor, and uh, I'm going to introduce him now, and he can tell you a little bit about himself. Thanks, Josh. Um, Man, I just want to say it's really awesome to be doing this podcast with you. Um, This is a dream come true for me. So Awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say we've sort of been trying to do something like this, something creative together for, I don't know, six or seven years now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's been a long talk uh, in the making. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. um, uh, You introduced yourself. uh, Just a little bit about me. I mean, uh, I'm a talent manager and I'm a writer. I I work out of a house that I call the Strange High House in the Mist um, in Seattle. (laughs) And um, my background is basically music supervision. Uh, I worked with some audio directors and and soundtrack producers for film, TV, and video games. Uh, my very first project I worked on was a movie in 1988 called Hellbound Hellraiser 2. Um, I also did the uh, music clearance on Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And um, now I write. Uh, and my premiere book was just released and is available at Amazon. It's called The Sound of Fear. It's a collection of short horror stories very exciting man it's 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 pretty cool that um to see you uh take your career to that to that point he's been a little more modest i mean hellraiser 2 is a pretty badass movie victor is pretty inundated in the audio community um he's a mentor and alley of sound people and if you're a sound person you know how important that is because we're kind of the unsung forgotten you know background workers there that aren't really seen um but our work is heard on everything, you know, and sound is such a subliminal force that affects all of us in our daily lives. Even if you're, even if you're deaf, sound still affects your life through vibrations in the air. So um, having a friend that is an ally to my profession that I have worked on for most of my life is, is great. And um, to see him become a book writer, a, you know, a published author actually here in Seattle and, and write horror is pretty awesome. You know, it's, it's really cool. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, I've always admired sound designers, composers, musicians. Um, you know, I've loved music from a really early age. And uh, as a matter of fact, when I went to college, I majored in music for about one semester. And uh, that's when the truly talented players, you know, sort of 
poked their heads up and I, you know, I was practicing my ass off and I just couldn't keep up with those guys. I think it was at that point that I I was like, okay, I'm never going to be a world-class player. Maybe I'll be a guy in the periphery, like a manager, an agent, or somebody who helps musicians do deals. Because I understood business, you know, at least the basics of it. And I was a composer agent when we first met uh, yeah. at that party. Yeah, yeah, you were. And do you, do you remember our first actual meeting when I reached out to you and, and asked if we could talk? Do you remember that? Yeah. We met at the Bards and Noble up near Calabasas, I think. And I remember panicking because it was late. And I'm like, this guy's going to hate me because I'm not making it on time. But Victor's pretty cool and he's a pretty understanding guy. And I think if you live in Los Angeles, everyone's pretty accommodating to when you're like, hey, traffic's fucked up. I'm going to be a little late. Like, it's just part of life. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, tra- there's tons of traffic in L.A. I didn't even bat an eye at it. And, you know, uh, I'm I'm so glad you mentioned that Barnes & Noble because that was like one of my favorite bookstores I've ever been. Is huge. It's so, a big one. Yeah. yeah, that one's a really big one. You know, there's not too many of them around anymore. So um, it's pretty cool that one's still there. And, and it's kind of cool that we first met at a bookstore. Yeah. And now we're talking about books. So at that point, did you know you wanted to be an author? Like, I guess at what point did you think, yeah, this is something I want to do? I mean, has it always been a, a pipe dream or how did that, where'd that come from? Yeah. Like I would say before I focused on music and then uh, abandoned music and went into graphic design in school, I wanted to uh, write because I always thought that'd be a good fit for me because I am an introvert. I like spending time alone. I know writers spend a lot of time alone and I grew up reading, you know, Stephen King, H.P. Lovecraft, Poe, you know, American horror writers. And uh, I was like, yeah, maybe I could do that someday. But then my career uh, in music business affairs got in the way. And I really, my, my reading time dwindled down to like just reading occasional magazine articles until I found a novel that I got into. And uh, that got me back into reading. And then when I moved to Seattle and I had some spare time on my hands, it's like, I'll take a crack at this writing thing. And now I got a ton of stories. Yeah, you got quite a few. Actually, how many published stories do you have right now? I think I'm um, over 20 at this point. It's pretty impressive. How long would you call yourself a, a professional writer for? How long wow. would you say you've been doing it? Yeah, I, I'd say uh, probably five years now. I think 20, bo- 20 publishings in five years is pretty pretty solid, man. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I came running out of the gate. Yeah, um, you went but, after it. Yeah, the the cool thing about working on short stories is um, it's total creative freedom. I mean, you 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 never get sick of anything because you're only working on something for about a month, mm-hmm. and then you're on to the next project. Yeah. So, yeah, I just kind of troll the internet looking for uh, publishers that are looking for writers to fill up their anthologies, and then I look at the theme, and if it's something I think I can write, I take a stab at it and submit. And I usually get about uh, half my stuff accepted. The other half get rejected. Um, and, um, you know, now I've got the body of work that you know. Yeah, it's it's excellent. So Victor's actually going to be reading these stories, you know, through these episodes here. We're, we're going to do 12 of them. Victor's going to be reading these stories to you. And then uh, we're going to follow it up with some questions about that story. And as you go through these episodes, you might get to learn us about us a little more, you know, we'll, we'll keep telling you about us and what we're doing, what we're up to. The music you hear at the beginning and end of these episodes was graciously provided by Panka Kunova. Panka is an accomplished composer that Victor has worked with for a long time. And actually, I had the pleasure of working with her myself. Um, She was the orchestrator on a TV show that I worked on for 
about a year, um, which is also how I met Victor through that same television show. She's a wonderful composer and great advocate and person and mentor to many of us in the sound community. She's paving the way for women in audio, which is a very important um, cause right now that needs a lot of attention, is getting more women involved in audio and uh, Penka is leading that stride uh, and, and she is very well respected in the game community, sound community, music, you name it. Um, Penka has is, is helped a lot of us with our careers. If you'd like to follow Victor and I on our social media channels and check out kind of our background more and learn about us, um, I am at Jealous Audio. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and you can find me on my website and Jealous Audio is just J-E-A-L-O-U-S. A-U-D-I-O. Uh, go ahead and search that if you're interested. And if you would like to look for Victor on social media, his social media handle is Dime Store Caesar. That's D-I-M-E-S-T-O-R-E-C-A-E-S-A-R. Dime Store Caesar. Also, you can email us your questions, comments, and concerns, or anything you'd like to tell us. Recipes, horror ideas, horror you know, suggestions, uh, you can email us at insidesoundoffear at gmail.com. That's just insidesoundoffear at gmail.com. Thank you, and look forward to talking to you on our next episode.